welcome to another Kako Tea. It's Sunday. It is a beautiful Sunday. It's actually raining just a little bit here in Toronto. I'm coming to you live from. Um, it's actually Pride Weekend. It's Pride Day. And for those of you who don't know what Pride is, it's about celebrating life, celebrating humans, celebrating love, and just people being whoever they feel they need to be. So however you want to take it, however your, your interpretation of it is, uh, my interpretation is, you know, just be yourself, be who you want to be. Um, and that's what I see pride as. And um, not not turning a blind eye or not um, forcing or segregating people because of who they choose to be or who they choose to love or what they choose to do with their life. So that's what, what, I, what my interpretation of Pride is. So if you are celebrating Pride, I just want to say happy Pride to every single person who celebrates Pride. Uh, we're getting right into the show today. We have uh, an interesting guest. You probably, if you follow my timeline regularly or if you follow the show, the podcast, you've seen her hair. She's been on here before. She's actually the very first guest to be on twice. Strange, eh? <laughs> the very, very first guest to be on twice. And she's going to be on uh, with us today. I'm, I'm very excited about the interview. This time, it's all about her. So I just want to welcome every single person who's coming on right now and get ready because we're going to be joined by Carlin XP in just a little bit. And um, I just want to remind you guys, we have just about two weeks left to get a chance to win a free costume compliments Capriculture. That is the carnival ban for Crop Over. That's Barbados Crop Over 2018 this year. Yes, you get a chance to win a costume, a free costume with them. It's just some simple things that you need to do. Three simple things. You need to um, share one of the videos with some hashtags, specific hashtags. Uh, follow on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, some specific things you have to follow and also you have to subscribe uh, to one specific channel. Now, if you've done that already, you're, you're I mean, you share it with a friend, let somebody know, so they too can be part of it. If you're gonna be in Barbados for Crop Over 2018, the band to be jamming with is Capri Culture. They're gonna be on, on the road massive. And if you don't know who Capri Culture is, the, one of the owners of Capri Culture actually he is the one that powers a lot of the bands in Barbados. In other words, he they, they have this massive um, sound company and they literally carry the bands on the road. And this year he's decided to have his own band and it's called Kepper Culture. And I invite you guys to be a part of Kepper Culture for Crop Over 2018. I'm going to be announcing the winner in about two weeks so be sure to log in and when and, and get the information and get get the information as to who has won themselves a brand new costume. Yes, to jam for this year's carry um uh, scrap over. I wanted to say carry banner for some strange reason. Of course, getting distracted a little bit. Wanna say good afternoon to the folks just joining us. Um, hi, how are you doing? Hope everybody's doing fine. Let me know how you're doing, let me know where you logged in from. Uh, say hello, drop a line, uh, say hi, 
say bye, say see you later, say something, you know? Um, let me know what you're representing. When you do that, I would really love to know. Today's a bit of a melancholy day for me. Um, I've been growing very into makeup, for those of you who might notice. Um, I just I just felt like growing very into makeup today. It's just one of those days. Um, plus, I've been doing some, I don't know if you're a Dominican, you know what is Lanwit Blush. I've been doing a few Lanwit Blush um, because I've been doing uh, an online course. I'm just taking a lot of my time. So I've been doing a, a lot of long nights. And it's not even because of the baby, strange enough. But I'm here, you're here, and you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're right here with me. And for that, I really, really do appreciate you. We're going to get into the swing of things. We're going to be joined by my guest in a few seconds. She's waiting, she's standing by, and she's coming on. We're going to be joined with by the beautiful Carleen XP. What's up, Carleen? Hi, hi, hi. What's up? How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so very much for being on. Uh, I was just saying that it's the second time that you're on. You're the first guest to be on twice. Oh, oh nice. nice. <laughs> I know. I think oh, on. And ain't that something, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and you have your, your dreads pulled back in a bun today. You're... Yes. Today, <laughs> I feel like keeping it up. So I'm having it up today. Nice. nice. You look lovely as always. I like your shirt. Is that like a shirt that we can like purchase like if somebody <laughs> want to get a crawling xp shirt is that is that possible is that doable it's all always on the market but yours is is on fedex on its way up to meet you so <laughs> yeah that's what's up that's i'll definitely rock it for caravana up here uh, <laughs> up here for sure for sure uh, i just want to uh, thank you again for being on with us and the, guys the, those of you who are coming on we have a, a really good show for you today and uh, we really appreciate um, you being here with us. Carlin, you have your cup of tea? Sure do. You're sure almost do. I said exactly. What? <laughs> <laughs> we got to think alike. I guess, I guess. <laughs> we're matching, we're matching for sure today. And if you're just logging on, uh, make sure you click the share and share the video with a friend. Um, share the video with a foe. Share the video with, with somebody that you know. Um, because we're definitely going to give you a good show today. It's a great opportunity for you to get to know a little bit about Carlene and what she's about and how she came on the scene um, and who she is. Um, I posted your stuff on Instagram, a couple, I think it was two days ago, a day ago, and somebody was like, I love her voice. And I was like, you even know who she is? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I, know, I love your voice. So you get, you get an opportunity to know a little bit more about Carlin, if you have not heard about her, if it's your very first time, you're going to definitely know who she is by the end of this interview. Nothing's off the table, right, Carlin? No, no, no. We're putting it all on the table. <laughs> on the table, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we're going to get straight into this thing of things. And the very first question, I always ask this question in every single interview that I do. It's like the staple question of the show. Okay. Who is Carlin XP. Uh, well, it's simple, you know. Carlin XP is the next big thing out of Dominica. Very simple. <laughs> <laughs> simple. Uh, who definitely the next big 
big thing. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your life growing up. Where were you raised? Uh, where exactly from Dominica are you from? You know, like tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'm from the beautiful community of Girardel and Eggleston, but Girardel mainly. And um, I was born in Dominica, I'm 100% Dominican. Uh, I went to the Girardel Primary. Then I moved on to St. Martin Secondary, to Dominica State College, and all the works in Dominica. Cool. Okay, I, I think you were mute for a second. Can I hear you? You hear me? Yes, I can. All right, good. Very clearly. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> um, what did you do as a child? That um, that drove everyone crazy. Is there something that you did? <laughs> you just seem to be such a composed person, a composed individual. Was there anything that you ever did growing up that drove everyone crazy? Uh, not that I can think of at this moment. I don't think I was ever. So you're not a like troublemaker. No, I was always this. Um, very quiet person. I think I'm the real definition of Lucy, you know. Growing up, I was never a crazy or troublesome or outgoing person. Always this little shy person. I think I'm still just as shy until I hit that stage. <laughs> I think I'm the real definition of a Lucy. <laughs> what is that, MCC? <laughs> <laughs> was singing ever part of your childhood? Did like did you sing in church? Did you sing in school? Yes, I was part of the um Girardeau choir and uh, um the Catholic Church choir. So I did a little music in my time. Like uh for since I was thirteen years old, I was part of the choir. Okay. And did you sing in school or was it just um I sang in school, but it's only if they had maybe like a talent show or, you know, stuff like that, but not necessarily as part of the school choir or anything as such. When you were growing up, were there any musicians that you actually looked up to? And if any, why, was, why were these particular ones the ones that you gravitated to? Um, I would say Mikel. Because, I mean, I used to see a lot of Mikkel when I was growing up. And um, I always said I want to be like this young lady when I grew up. And lo and behold, I'm actually on stage with her, like, <laughs> when she's so, so, yes. So I'll be on stage with her, do background vocals with her and stuff like that. And I really looked up to her because she has such a beautiful voice. And I that was, I think that was one of the first albums I ever got was of Mikkel Henderson and I used to try and sing just like her you know try and sound like her not for nothing I could hit those high notes but <laughs> it was a step in the right direction because I mean see where I am today you know so mm -hmm. that's nice and was it like was there a particular reason why you just looked up to her or just because she was around you that she was uh around and i really 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 admired her especially that golden voice of hers you know so um, now yeah <laughs> no i was just saying because of the voice mainly i think i really looked up to her 
Now you go go through primary school, you go through high school, and you're done high school. Right. What happened next? Or what happened next? Ah <laughs> uh, well, I went to college. At the time, um, they were not accepting me for what I really wanted to do. What is that? Nursing. <laughs> and then at the time, because I left high school at 16. Like everybody. You know, like everybody. <laughs> so you had to be 18 years in order to get into the program. You know, so I had to wait out uh, two years before I could actually register and become accepted into the program. So between 16 and 18, I did a little work in town. You know, I was working in one of the stores in town, just waiting and waiting patiently to turn 18 in order to pursue my career in nursing at the nursing school. Do you think that kind of held you back a bit, like the two years of waiting? Um, not necessarily, though, because, I mean, I don't think at 16 I would have been ready you know, to take on all the, the work and the training and the responsibility of taking care of somebody else's life, you know? So I guess I had to learn a little more of how to to stand on my own, like it actually helped me to to be a little more mature and independent, you know? From 16 to 18, you're learning to depend on your own and you're learning to, to, to work, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it kind of like helped me to to prepare myself in order to take care of other people and, you know, manage myself as, as an adult. Now you get into the nursing program. How long was that program? Uh, it was one to four years, four years of um, theory, because we had to do like pre-health before we actually got into the general nursing program. So that took me like about four years and then two to actually get onto the ward and practice and observe and learn everything about the wards and practice what I I, I was taught in theory. Why did you want to become a nurse? (sighs) I don't know. I, at first I was forced into it. At first, I was forced, kind of forced into it because my mother was like, um, you need something. You know, these kind of parents that always believe that their kids should be something great <laughs> in, in, in life, you know? So she's like, nursing is a very good career for you to have. And all I was concerned about is my music and singing and going on stage and stuff like she's like no 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 um i didn't spend all that money in high school for you to go and do music it's like that kind of thing like there's no way in music you know but then when i got into the program and i i started doing stuff and learning new stuff uh medical stuff and stuff i started to really 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 like it and then i saw i i saw where she was coming from you know Mm. And then I fell in love with the nursing and I fell in love with taking care of, of people. And, you know, you had that, even if I was still a student and that one day I went on the ward and, you know, this young lady, I cannot forget her. I, I did forget her name, but I cannot forget. She came in and she had colic and I took care of her, I, you know, and the, the love that she got. And she was like, when she was living, thank you, nurse. I feel so much better. 
that was what that stole my heart. And I decided, oh, now I know what my mother was talking about. I don't really regret it at all, at all, at all, <laughs> at all. So you, so you absolutely loved your job? Of course, of course. Now, let's digress a little bit from, right. from right. Um, you had a love for singing. What yes. was the first band you ever sang with? How did you get into the band? Give me some. <laughs> um, the first band I ever sang with was a little band they had in town called um, Morty Faye. For those of you that <laughs> that that a little um, thing on the, the parts were more fire. You know, yeah, that Morty Faye. Um, a, a group of friends, you know, they had a, a little band, you know, they used to do a little thing in their backyard and, you know, and then they wanted to make something bigger out of it. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 they decided to, to create a band and they call it Modify. Now everything was like really Modify eh? because you would see wires all over the place, nothing really connected, you know, wires connecting to wires and stuff. <laughs> And so, so it was a real moody favor, <laughs> you know. So and then I had a friend in it, you know, and he was like, "Yeah, you can sing. So why don't you come and sing with us and stuff like that?" So I got into the band, and I still wasn't so much at the front of the band, you know. I was more like a backup. I would, yes, I would sing one or two songs, uh, lead songs, but I was more like a backup in the band. But that was the first band I ever moody faith. <laughs> then we had our band house by um, SMA, mm-hmm. at the back of SMA there, and by the Rolls. I don't know if you know of, of um, Nicky Roll, his son, yeah. Ali Roll, right? He was the leader of the band, and so, and um, I was a part of, that was the first band I was a part of. <laughs> Mordy Faith. <laughs> Did you enjoy being in the band? Of course, of course. We had some good times. Um, <laughs> just being on stage with them and they are some really cool guys, you know, you cannot be around them and not laugh. And I'm a person I like to laugh. If anybody who knows me, they know I love to laugh. So, <laughs> so it was really fun just being around them and, you know, working with them and doing music with them. Did you compose any song? Um, no, not with them. I did have a song with them that we released, but it was a cover. Of a, of a um, hold me in your arms tonight, you know that song. So I did a cover of that song with them on a, a medley that we had. Okay. All right. So you you get out of Modify or you right. <laughs> and um, you decide what's next. Um. Well, after I got out of Modify, I moved on to Caribbean vibes where we were doing strictly reggae, reggae music, you know, divine songs and the guys and Brian. And so it was, and again, I was like, not at the front of the band. I was there, you know, putting a little extra harmony and melody in the backgrounds and making it sound all complete. Mm-hmm. But I still wasn't at the front, at the front, you know? Still a little bit shy, you know, just 18 and just getting out of my shell. Mark you, I still couldn't go out as much as I wanted to, eh, because my father was not about that life. 
So even at 18, I was still like almost, let's say, on the strict rules and regulations. Like you have to be home at that time. And imagine in Dominica, bands don't start until like 11, 12 o'clock. So coming in at one o'clock in the morning, I'm scared to open the door because I should have been home by 12 o'clock. But how can you be in a band and you have to be home at 12 o'clock? Tell me, in Dominica. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really fun, but... Did you ever get blood? Uh, no, the first time. The very, very, very first time. <laughs> I think that jam ended at 1.30. We had a jam at Senjo, and it yeah. ended at 1.30, and yeah. I don't think I was ever allowed to go back to sing after that. Yeah, did, you to, did you have to go and pick your whip or was the group waiting for you? Oh, it was waiting. Definitely waiting. <laughs> but I just knew after that I came home at one fifty, and he said nothing. I wouldn't dare to go back and ask him if I can go to that jam again or if I am allowed to go and sing to that jam again. But I guess it all worked out. <laughs> So you went on to Caribbean Vibes. Right. Uh, how long did you stay with Caribbean Vibes? Um, I stayed with them about a year or two. Was it? Two years? Thereabouts. Yeah. And then what happens next? And then I met up with um Dunstan. Dunstan Peters. That's Maggie. Everybody know him as Maggie. And oh. most people don't know that um Dunstan gave me my first, first, first solo act as Carly Nexby. You know, I never really talk about it, but I want to give him a shout out and, you know, say thank you very much to him. And he had, he gave me a, a, a spot with his guys. He had Nai and Clint and I think Dice was a part of it too, um, on Creole in the Park. You know, and I came in, he had his band together. And lo and behold, when I stepped into Mr. Cornell Phillip was on the keyboards. <laughs> and I will never forget I did two songs. I did um a Rihanna song and I did Roll It by Alison Hines. Yeah, so he gave me the two first um songs that I did as a solo act. In Creole in the park, you know, and then I moved on Alex with Alex Bruno. You know, they they were doing this um Kada shows back in the day at Newton Savannah, and he needed a backup, so he called me and I said, Okay, sure, I can do it. And then when I stepped into the studios of Imperial Publishing, that's where all hell broke loose. <laughs> Why is that <laughs> You're listening. You're listening. That's where it all happened. <laughs> that was the end of that. That was the end of that. After I stepped into the studio, my career just, yeah, it exploded. That was the beginning. So tell us, you, you walked into the studio. Yes. And what happened? And I came and I did my backups. That's it. I just did my backups. And I went home. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that makes me that little taco tea to go with it, yes. you know? <laughs> So you meet Connell. Right. What was what was your first impression of him? I mean, he was a cute dude, you know. He still is a cute dude, but I was like, hmm, he's a cute dude. But I saw a girl coming there and checking him, so I was like, whatever, I'll just keep in my lane, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Like after like maybe the second practice is like um yeah, so I'm like why is he handing me his phone? So when I looked at the phone, I saw the um pad saying with the numbers on there just like this. So mm. I was like here we go mm. there. So mm. I picked up and it was like that was my number that was supposed to go in there. You know, so I put my number in there and then we started talking and one thing happened and led to another, led to another. I guess the girl wasn't that important. <laughs> okay, so so you meet Cornell and you the next time where do we see you? Um on stage with Fanatic. Yes. So I um and you know, most people would not know that, but he never wanted me in fanatic because he's like uh he don't really want to be like you know, sometimes if you you with somebody and you're in a, a group together and then probably if the person take one decision and you might support the person. People might think you're a little bit biased towards that person and kind of thing. So he always mentioned that he never wanted me in fanatic, blah, blah, blah. But the guys in him were like, is if it's something new, is something different to have two lead female vocalists because they already had Sharayan, mm-hmm. right? And then it had one time that they performed at Fort Young, I think it was, and then she was ill and she couldn't make it, but I was right there. And because I was following them all the time, I knew like most of the songs that she she was doing. So I ended up going on stage and <laughs> yeah, they put me on this spot one time. <laughs> so uh it was kind of like when they heard that I could actually do what she was doing, you know? It was like, yes, let's just do it and get the both of them at the front and you know, that's yeah. why I went in after into fanatic. So Sharayan decides eventually to leave the band, right? yeah. and you become the the leading lady yes. of fanatic. Yeah, I talk about the, you know the band life because you guys did a lot. <laughs> we did, we did, we did. You know, and at first I was still like Alibaba because you know, coming in from these bands, you know, you always had it back, and even with even if we they they wanted to have the um notion of two lead female vocalists i was still holding back you know because i figure she's there and i don't really need to be at the front because she's it's like she's it's i'm stepping into her domain you understand and then i was put on the spot in that one show and i had to make it a do or die i had to step up my game and you know you're at the front now you're leading and um you have to step it up you cannot be going at the front of stage and be all shy and everything you know and then from there they was just like talking to me and 
giving me stuff to look at and build up my my stage personality and stuff like that and my uh my presence on stage went from like here to all the way up here so like everywhere you pass you hear something about Colleen, 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 you know but now it's xb 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 <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stick up in it for a second okay. i just want to i also want to shout out the folks a lot of folks are coming on Colleen. a lot of oh, folks wow. cool down um, I feel Odell. so loved. Hi, Carlene. Yes, hi, Carlene. <laughs> Sawana is also on. A big up to you, Sawana. Um, and we have um, quite a bit of people coming on and, and showing some love. Juanita, Justina, uh, Shellyanne, and Jenny. Um, a lot of folks are coming in to say hi. I just want to remind you, if you're looking at the show right now, um, I want to encourage you to hit the share button. Share it with a friend um, on your timeline or tag a friend to let them know that you're, you're listening or you're viewing. Um, for those of you who aren't able to actually view the entire show, you can always go back for hours. The entire show will be on my website. And it's not just the audio. You'll be able to also get the video of the show. So you'll be able to look at the show um, after we, we've, um, we've actually aired and also um, get the downloadable link or the, the audio, because some folks want to download it. You know, when you're in Wi-Fi, you feel like Wi-Fi. You know, yeah. you don't download it and you listen to it after. So that is also available for you, all right? So just want to let everybody know that the website is jljoseph.com. It's, it's my name, uh, .com, and um, you just go on there, and you can listen to the podcast under the plug section. That's podcast, log, P-L-O-G. If you need to get in touch with Carlin XP for a gig or whatever it is, probably for her music or whatever, all her social media handles are listed on the link above. So you can click and follow her on Instagram, on Facebook, um, follow her her website, um, check out her music, purchase her, her, her music. She has an album out so you can make sure you familiarize her yourself with Carlin. All right. So we're, we're talking here on top of the with uh, Carleen XP Dominica is a bouillon queen, as she's known <laughs> as. Okay, yeah. so we're, we're, in some, we're talking about some hot business. And <laughs> I just have to cool down, you know, cool down yes. a little bit. You know? um, <laughs> you see, tea was very hot. You tell me yeah. to mix it up, so. <laughs> so, so we're getting back into things. So, you are now slowly becoming the leading lady in a fanatic band. Right. What happened after that? <laughs> what happened? Nothing happened, Jay. We are still Nothing. here. Nothing okay. happened. <laughs> still there, of course. But you guys are not as we see you normally on seasonal. It's more like a, a seasonal thing. It's not like it used to be where it was. And I, I kind of, you know, like that because right. I think people appreciate it more. You know, when they hear me, because I remember going to Fortune. And you guys would be mm -hmm. and the place yes. is hot. Chat, um, chat, chat. Yes. Be <laughs> beyond recognition. Like, and yeah. really shut down the place. What do you think made you guys such a dynamic band or make you guys such a dynamic band? <clears throat> I think um, because we were like different from all the other bands. You know, we won't come on and play like. The, the normal music or the regular songs that you would hear. 
maybe all the soca and we would always mix it up. You know, we would have pop, we would have rap, we would have jazz, we would have booyah, we would have soca, we would have kadas, we would have compa, we would have everything in there. And you would very rarely find a, a band in Dominica that would do all that. You know, like you can go out and I would play and the young people can enjoy and the older folks can enjoy because, you know, we would always have this old school vibes with us, you know, and they can get up and dance and don't worry with anybody, <laughs> you know, and in the same way, the young people know that their turn will come and then later on in the jam, we would have, you know, all the upbeat and the pop and the R&B and they're more um, young people music, you know, so everybody was getting a little taste of whatever they like. So I think that made us different and it made us even stand out from all the other bands in Dominica. Okay, so you're, you're with Fanatic, you're playing in the band. Uh, I think we kind of sort of spoke about <laughs> a little bit. But <laughs> how did you actually know he was the one? Uh, I still don't know, you know. It just happened. It just <laughs> It just happened to happen. <laughs> it happened to happen. It just happened to happen. And I'm still waiting and I'm putting you on blast. Remember, we said we're not putting, we're not leaving anything off the table. So I know he probably watching, but I'm still waiting for him to ask me that question. That one question. He hasn't asked me yet. He just said, we're getting married. But he hasn't asked me to marry him yet. So I'm waiting. <laughs> No, see, I'm still waiting. I might say no. You never know. But <laughs> so you guys, so how, how did it happen? You guys studied dating, and then he just decided we get married. Yeah, we were dating. I mean, uh, we were dating for a while, like about four or five years, was it? Yes. And then uh, we had just had a baby girl, you know. And then I guess he was tired of living in sin. So, <laughs> I need some, I need some tea. <laughs> so he was just like, um, yeah, you know that song, let's get married. So, yeah, this happened and that happened. <laughs> so you just, just put on the clothes and you're like, okay, I'm getting married. Can you imagine? And the guy is yet to ask me. Will you marry me? Like, will you make me the happiest person on planet Earth or something like that? No, I'm, but I'm still waiting. I'm waiting. Step up your game, go down on knees, respect. What can I say? I mean, we want that. We want that video taped. Yes, we need to see that in live and living colors. You know. Hopefully, yeah. I don't say no. So. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, so you guys are married, but you're in uh, uh, the entertainment business. How yeah. do you handle being married to Cornell, who obviously came with his, um, all his, I don't want to say baggage, but he did because he played for quite a bit of big name artists. Yeah. You know, he traveled. I remember, I, I, I think it was back in early 2000s. He was on tour with Rupi. Mm-hmm. And those times we were good friends, him and I, you know, and he messaged me and he's like, <laughs> I'm in Toronto. And I came backstage to check him out, you know, and to say hi, him and Emil and, you know, a bunch of people were there. Yeah. 
and and I mean he's done so many things with big name artists that Dominicans don't even know about. Know about yeah. How do you handle that? Because I mean, there's also the the attraction from because women are very much attracted to to people who claim that, and especially you know they call them <laughs> doing all of that, and you know. <laughs> Um, how do you handle being married to somebody like him and even in that lifestyle? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's very easy because we understand each other and we understand the lifestyle and the music life. You understand? So we know how to keep it professional when it's supposed to be professional, when we're out there on the road doing our music and on stage. And we know how to like keep it um, personal. When we're back home and you know we won't let our personal business show if we're going out on the road you know and so we understand great. each other yeah we understand each other like that and we understand personal is personal business is business when we're on the road we're on the road when we're home we're home <laughs> recently you performed at i think it was um dao Qingdao. yes <laughs> I saw the Why video. Did I feel you were going to ask me about that. <laughs> I saw the video of it, right? So, this is me watching the video. And Carlene goes, you know, she gets three men on stage. Three. I, I asked for one. Eh? I just asked for one and I got three. Like, what's but, happening? But that's the thing in the lifestyle. I mean, if you just, if you don't know Carlene and you're on, Carlene has like a nice big boom boom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you ask of three for one person obviously you're gonna get and she got three <laughs> really good looking fellas yes i mean come on <laughs> now, now she's supposed to they're supposed to do a dad a slow wine and a, a fast wine or whatever <laughs> and I, I stopped watching you i tried to see cornell and, <laughs> and check out his reaction <laughs> because i i mean you in that lifestyle, right? Uh, it, it, I can see you have to be very strong as a couple yeah. to act, actually stand the the test of time. Because it might not even be you; it might not even be him. It might right. be just somebody else, you know, who sees. Hey, I want a piece of seep scam, calling XP, and they want to dance with you and probably grope you, and you have to. Yeah. You have to Draw the line yeah, and those of course, of course. And I'm and I'm looking at him and he's just there playing like he Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is now, JL, if yeah. I go on stage and I don't do things like that, he's not a happy person because to him it's all about entertaining the people, you know, and you oh, know, people yeah. and people came out to see this kind of thing, you know, you don't just come on stage and you sing your song and you go home at the end of the day you want people like you see right now you're talking about it you want people to come and you were not even there <laughs> you know and you want people to come and and at the end of the show now after everybody has gone home you want people to still have that name Colin asked me boy you don't see how Colin had them fellows on stage and blah 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 i want to say big up to my dancers especially the number three one <laughs> Oh, I, oh I, didn't know that. I didn't know that. No, trust really? me. I was like, I was yeah. like, 
I have a two left foot, so I was, you know, I was, <laughs> okay. Yeah, they really held it down yeah, on man. that on that event. Um, but I also want to, you know, as we're talking about that, like I've seen you perform, um, like at Fortune. I remember one New Year's, mm-hmm. you perform, and you so far when you guys are performing, you forget that it's a local band. Yes, because the quality is so high. Yeah. You know, like the standard of of the entire performance is so up there. Right. That you for, sometimes you forget that it's <laughs> in, and sometimes you think it's the actual artist that's yep. singing the song. So I really must commend you guys, you know, and always, always, you know, doing your thing and really putting it down, really entertaining because that's what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed yeah. to, you don't just a mic and come and sing. You really do entertain, you know, your your guests. Right now, you. you guys are, in addition to being fanatic, you are. A duo. Right. Tell us a little bit about the duo. <laughs> um, well, the thing is that the duo came about because, um, you know, the, the music industry in Dominica, you know, people want um, big things and especially the music industry, but they don't really want to spend you know, you, I mean, it's, look at how you're ranting about the, the quality of music that Fanatic would give. Yes, somebody would want to have fanatic uh, for their party and the events and the jams and so, but they really wouldn't want to spend, you know, to get the big band. Now, as you know, Connell and I is the like one of the the persons in Dominica that only do music, you know, and so we have to make a living one way or another on the music. Mm-hmm. So we had this this idea to like come up with i think we did somebody's event i cannot remember who actually it was and then we just did it like the two of us and then it's it, it stuck you know everybody wanted to know like can you guys just you and your husband come and do this for me and come and do that for me and then we got the name from um chester's father <laughs> we did marriage encounter weekend you know they have that weekend and then we went up there and we were helping at the time we were one of the helpers you know and then he's like what are we going to call you i think we'll call you c squared you know and connor was like hey we have been looking for a name for the longest while and that is gonna stick you know so from there we got c square and then we started playing and the demand is very high i must see <laughs> you know and it working out first very well you know for but we don't play like events that um, fanatic would normally do, you know, like the big events, the big stage events and stuff like that. It, it, we won't um, do it if you want. Uh, 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 if you want us on your your show, it's gonna have to be fanatic. You know, we know where to draw the line between C Square and fanatic. If it's a fanatic show, it's a fanatic show. If it's a C-square show, like your little party at the backyard or a little, you have a little bar or something, you know you want to bring a little music to them, then you can call on C-square. 